Hey everyone, welcome to Entrepreneurship by Design with Dr. C. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline, and thank you so much for joining us today. Entrepreneurship looks different for everyone. How and why we start our business, challenges that occur, pivots we have to make, success we achieve, all while life is happening. That's why I love sharing these inspiring entrepreneurs with you and shed light that there is enough room for everyone to succeed and thrive, even if you're in the same industry. I am so excited to have Ashley on the Morning Cup today. Ashley is a leading expert in sustainable weight loss who helps women heal their metabolism, balance their hormones, and achieve body composition changes that last a lifetime. Ashley is the founder and president of Melabolic Fix, a premium online coaching company that has helped thousands of women break free from chronic dieting for good and achieve long-term sustainable results using Melabolic Fix method. With deep commitment to helping women better their lives, Ashley strives to inspire others to embrace a life of health, happiness, and self-love they deserve. Ashley is a renowned speak keynote speaker, frequents top-rated podcasts, podcast host, and has a bachelor's in exercise and nutrition, is a certified PT professional, nutrition coach, and health educator. Thank you so much for being here today, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you and your audience today. Uh, we're so excited to have you today, and you have such a phenomenal experience around health and wellness, but what was your journey like to get to here today? Yeah, so it's quite the journey. I've been in this industry now for over 15 years. As my bio said, my undergraduate degree is in nutrition exercise physiology. Right after college, I went on to pursue an internship, which became my first full-time corporate job. And, you know, I worked for someone else. I worked my way all the way up the corporate ladder within that small company. I became the head personal trainer, nutrition coach, and I was working more than full-time hours at times. But as I was going through this journey, I really started to question if this was the best path for me. And I started to see and feel the limitations of what it was like to work for someone else, to you know, not be able to do things the way that I wanted to, to have to follow someone else's rule book because it wasn't my company. And so after several years of working for that one company, I ended up giving my two weeks notice. I was 12 weeks weeks pregnant with my first daughter and literally shaken in my shoes, went to my car, cried for a really long time just because it was so overwhelming to close that that chapter of my life, but also that security blanket that I had. Because even though I was frustrated, I had a guaranteed salary, I had paid time off and all of these other perks. And I just felt like, wow, with everything I have going on in my life, I'm gonna be a new mom, putting in my notice, I'm going out on my own. And when I started my company in 2015, I actually wasn't sure if I wanted to have a brick and mortar location and just do personal training and nutrition consulting and all of the other things I like to do within my coaching in person. And then finally in 2018, I was pregnant with my second daughter and decided that there was no way I was going to be able to build the life of my dreams, have the flexibility I really wanted, being a new mom with really small children, a second one on the way. So in 2019, I decided to move my company online, which is when Metabolic Fix finally became official, started off with no email list. 
minimal Instagram subscribers because I was using Instagram then to just show pictures of my dog and, you know, my bowl of food, whatever I was eating. And so things really had to shift for me. And suddenly it became my platform to market my services and my company. And here I am, it's 2022 now, and I'm three and a half years into my online business. And it has been quite the journey. It sounds like quite the journey. And I love that you really looked at what was working for you and what wasn't and took that step back and really was a daring situation of just following your heart of what made sense for you. And a lot of times people will stay in a position because of the money, because of whatever is going on, but especially being 12 weeks pregnant with your first and just making that shift. And I'm curious, as you started building your business, what were some of the roadblocks that you experienced while building? Right. Okay. So a big roadblock I experienced initially is I really felt like a little goldfish in a huge ocean. So immediately when I joined, um, well, actually when I started my business, I joined a mastermind. So right out of the gate, making $0, I invested 10K into my first mastermind. At that time, 10 and still to this day, $10,000 is not an insignificant amount of money to anyone. And for me at that time in my business, I was making $0 in revenue. So it was really hard to justify spending that much money when I'm seeing nothing come in. And quite frankly, from my corporate job, you know, that was a third of my salary. So I'm thinking, whoa, what am I doing here? But as soon as I joined a mastermind, I was also included a business coach and then a group of amazing women that I could network with. But I'll tell you, I really felt like the underdog because a lot of times when I was looking around and still to this day, at times I feel this way, but the numbers tell me a different story now. So I don't get wrapped up in this as much. But when I started out, I had less than a thousand followers. I had zero email list. And when you're building your company, especially as a new entrepreneur, Newer, your email subscribers and your followers are kind of some metrics you use to determine how successful launches are going to be. And, you know, there is to an extent, especially with your email list, a correlation um, between, you know, when you launch a pro program, if you're shooting for a certain amount of conversions, approximately how much revenue that can bring in for your company. Well, when you have zero email subscribers, you know, let's just say the numbers aren't looking in your favor. And so I felt like when I looked around me, my business besties, you know, they had 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 followers and, you know, thousands of people on their email list. I just felt like there's no way. Now the thought ran through my mind. I did not allow it to take over, but the initial thought was there's no way I'm going to be able to survive. I have no followers. I have no community built up. I have no email list. And quite frankly, I have no idea what I'm doing. And yes, I was a great coach, but I did not know how to market my programs, market my brand and make it sound and, and express it in a way that sounded really interesting or to the consumer to where they would say, wow, I really want to invest in this program. And so those were some barriers I had to overcome. And so those thoughts went into my mind, but immediately I had to push them down. And I started from the bottom. I kept my head down. I will share lots of tips with you. But, you know, within 10 months of starting my online business, I was making six figures. And so just to turn the story around is, yes, I had no email subscribers. I had 
less than a thousand followers. I had no idea how to be an entrepreneur, CEO of this company and market my services, but I was passionate about what I was doing. I knew that I could do my job very well, and I had proof of that from all of the years of experience. I knew that I was educated. I knew that I had a service to offer and that people needed help. The barriers were, how am I going to get this message out to the world? How am I going to let this passion that I know is internal shine through so I can help that woman that really needs my services and level of experience? Absolutely. And you just said so much there, but I just want to highlight too that you push through all of the uh, aspects of feeling like the underdog or having the thought come, but not allowing it to sit there and sulk on it, but really taking that as motivation to really build your business. And I'm curious, as you were building your business and like you had tunnel vision, it sounds like too, you were building it, but what allowed you to continue moving forward each step as you were pushing through, seeing all of the people, amazing women that you were connected with have these huge followings, huge email lists, but being able to allow yourself to stay motivated and focused through the journey. Well, interestingly, along my journey, as soon as I started to feel like this isn't working, I'm going to fail at this, there was always just a ray of sunshine that would come through. A client would sign up. Someone would say, I read your post, although it only had two likes on it. You know, they weren't even one of the people that liked the post or engaged on it, but they purchased the coaching program. You know, I would go out in my community. And that's one of the things as well, if you're just getting started, become known in your community. You know, if there are places you can speak at. I know things are opening back up now post-COVID. So if there are opportunities for you to speak, get connected with your community, do that. And so I started to take these opportunities to connect with people within my community at local, you know, nutrition seminars and college presentations and different things like that. And someone would come up to me and say, oh yeah, I've heard about you. I see what you're doing online or, oh wow, I read your post and it was great. Or what's even better is when you finally launch that program, maybe you've launched some before and it didn't go as well if you're just getting started, but you know, you finally launched that program again, or you launch something even better and people sign up for it. Those were things that really kept me motivated. It was almost like I just needed to know that one person was listening. And that was enough to say, one person is listening. I know people are hearing me. I just need to keep tunnel vision, stay focused, and continue perfecting my message and what I have to offer to the world. Oh, I love that. And just to kind of speaking on like what your message, because a lot of times people have an amazing message, but it's hard to get out there. But I love that you said you really immersed yourself in the community of understanding speaking and getting involved and really just networking. I think that's such a huge aspect of coaching or just in building a business in general, because people need to know you're out there. And that's why I love this series too. It gets to highlight amazing women like you that are doing something incredible, especially for women in particular. And I know you've created such an amazing product fix method and what that is. Could you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah, I think it's incredibly important to niche down because you can't be known for everything. And that was something really hard for me to understand when I first got started because I thought I was going to isolate people and isolating people meant that, you know, why would they want to work with me? This isn't something I can help them with. So it was almost like I can do everything. I can help everyone. That was something that was easy for me to fall into. But I knew from day one that I know what I'm good at. I know what my expertise is 
is in. And so for me to be able to take that and then build a program around that. And so for anyone listening to this, if you're getting started, whatever your certifications are, whatever your college education is in, if that's what you're pursuing in your online company, right there is your niche. So for me, my education is an exercise, nutrition, and metabolic health for women. We also go into the hormonal health and my specialty is more in the metabolic, so metabolism, health, and hormonal health for women. So I niche down and help women that want to, one, sustainably, which is the key word there, reach their goals. And they've probably tried a lot of the crash diets. They've done the typical dieting culture, quick fixes. They've maybe lost and regained weight, but they know that's not sustainable or they're actually doing those things right now and they're not seeing results anymore, which then goes to... um, goes to the next question, well, what's holding me back? And a lot of times it is hormonal issues, metabolic damage from chronically dieting. And so I really have niched down and also with my company's name, Metabolic Fix, really niched down into helping women sustainably reach their goals through healing their metabolism, balancing their hormones. And so everything within my community, and particularly my one-to-one coaching program, which is really just over the last 3.5 years blown up, is geared towards doing just that. So we go into nutrition, exercise, mindset, hormones, and metabolism. Mm -hmm. Now, when I built this program, I knew from hands-on experience working with clients in person what I needed to list as my deliverables. If you're listening to this, don't get overwhelmed with what everyone else is doing. Because a lot of times what you may see other people putting in their program, you may not even want or need in your program. So that same tunnel vision is what I kept with my program. I had wonderful, you know, friends and business besties around me creating similar programs, but I knew what I needed to do to help my client get an amazing result. And those were the deliverables I picked from my own research and experience and put in my program. And so that really helped me niche down versus just being known for sustainable weight loss or, you know, just being a a, a fat loss coach and keeping it super broad. I'm really specifically helping women that need help with their metabolism and their hormones and want the sustainable results. I love that because there is a lot of like health coaches out there or focusing on weight loss, but really breaking it down of how you are different and how it really focuses on sustainability because you're right. There's so many like programs out there that it's like lose this amount of weight and then they get it all back from once they were done at the, the program, but really being able to understand too how it's helping your metabolism and your hormones and how that can all be out of whack sometimes, but we don't even know that. So how I'm curious, what is one of me, one or two of your success stories of clients that have gone through your program and they've seen a lot of success? Yeah. So, and that's something that's so amazing is, you know, when I worked in person, one of my biggest fears and concern was how am I going to replicate this amazing experience I'm getting with clients in person? You know, my clients would stick around for years. They really enjoyed working with me. They really enjoyed the experience and obviously the transformation. If they weren't getting great results, they wouldn't want to come back in, even if they really liked me. Um, And so I was really worried about that, but I will say this and being a hundred percent honest, the transformation, 
transformations I've been able to get online and also now with my assistant coaches, the program has grown to where I have assistant coaches working within the program as well. They're doing great results, getting great results. It is better than anything I ever saw in person. So thinking of just two case studies right now, um, they're both women. So I also specialize in women, women's health and just working with women. Um, you know, I'll say there's two women that come to mind. One of the ladies is actually a doctor. She's a mother of two. She has a four-year-old and a seven-year-old, and she's been able to sustainably lose 20 pounds and keep it off with eating more, exercising a couple days a week for only 20 minutes, and she feels amazing. I mean, before joining the program, she was, you know, completing her residency, working, you know, 80, 100 hour weeks, putting in a lot of effort and just not able to see light at the end of the tunnel. She didn't feel well. She didn't have time for herself. And this program, one, helped her lose the weight, but her confidence is through the roof. She feels so much better. She's rocking it at work and being a mom. She's prioritizing herself and she is a new person now. Anything that comes her way, she can handle it. She's traveled. She's went out of the country for weeks at a time, and she's been able to sustain her results. And that really speaks volumes to me because a great coach and a great program can, can yes, help you lose weight with just some science-based approaches, but it's being able to teach your clients how to actually sustain those results. That's the secret. And that's the hard part when it comes to my industry and the type of work that I do. So she's been able to maintain those results now for several months and is ready to start thinking about her next goal. Another lady that comes to mind is um, a, another wonderful client. She actually started off in one of my lower tier programs. And over the years, she continued to invest in that next level. And so she's only been in the community for a couple of years, but has lost over 35 pounds. 100% sustainably. She didn't have a lot of weight to lose, but let's just say before joining the program, she was yo-yo dieting, doing keto, doing hours of cardio. Now she's lifting weights. She feels stronger than ever. She lifts weights three times a week. She's eating a ton. And now she's actually transitioned into maintenance, which is something she's never experienced her whole life. She's a mother as well. She has a career. And so it's really cool in my community. You know, I have just really successful women that come through the door and they're juggling tons of obligations and responsibilities professionally and in their personal life. And so when I can see that they're transforming, they don't have the hours and the, all the time in the world to do endless amounts of things to lose weight, but then also maintaining it that really speaks volumes to me. And that's what's giving me even more confidence to know that my program is incredibly successful. If you can go all in, you're gonna get great results. We probably on average have you know anywhere between 10 to 20 client wins per week coming through, you know, with people just losing pounds, losing inches. But here's the thing that sticks with me. They feel better. It's not the scale number. It's not any of those things. It's a feeling. And I can see it in their photos and the way that they show up with confidence. That's what, that's what's so special about it is that the feeling they get. 
I love it. And you can just see your passion like shine through as you're talking about these success stories because you are really making such a difference in their lives. And I, I love that it, it's not about the number. You're right. It's about like how they feel, the confidence that they gain, just getting their life back because they've been on this roller coaster, whether it's yo-yo dieting or just not having the time, but really being able to have something that's sustainable and it doesn't take much time. And I love because the thing for us here on the, the channel is all about putting ourselves on the top of the priority list. And that's exactly what you help your clients do. So they have more energy for their beautiful children, their families, their career, the things that are bringing them joy, but also it's how we show up every day. And that comes from the inside out. And I love that's what you're about and what you're really able to help your clients with too. Thank you. Absolutely. It's the truth, at least what I see. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm curious if somebody is starting their journey of work, going down the path of being a health coach or really just working in the health and wellness industry, what are some like two to three tips you could give somebody starting out that could be really helpful? So if you're starting out, the, a couple of things I highly recommend that you do is number one, really think about your first offer and what that's going to be. Now, typically, if you're just getting started, unless you have a really big audience already and an email list that was just kind of there before you got serious about your business, typically like even a one-to-one -one coaching offer is going to be a great start. From my personal experience, if you have a small following and no email list, it is really hard to book out a group coaching program or even sell enough DIY programs to pay your bills. Now, if you don't have bills to pay and this is just passion and you know you love what you're doing and that's it, then sure, you can start wherever you want and just realize that if the numbers aren't there yet, it's probably because the audience and the email list isn't there as well. And just learning marketing and what you want to do and how to market those services better. That comes with time and practice. But I would say for me, a small audience, no email list, one-to-one -one coaching was a really great start. Um, it allowed me to one, start working with clients, which was my number one goal, and then build that program. Once the program started to become more successful and I started to have more people reaching out to me, that is when I created lower ticket offers, monthly membership options is something I have a group coaching program. And I started to branch out and do more once my roster got full and there just wasn't play, a place to put anyone. And so, you know, with me, it was, I never want to jeopardize quality. So I can only work with an X amount of people. And after that, there's going to have to be a wait list or other options for them to go into. So starting with one-to-one -one coaching worked well for me. It allowed me to build up my company. And then after that, I was able to create other programs and start to book those out once I started to grow. Another tip I have is please make sure you are screaming from the rooftops about your products and services. Mm -hmm. You are your number one fan. Mm -hmm. Other people are not going to know just by, you know, reading a post every now and then hearing you on your stories, reading a once in a while email, you have to be the one to constantly talk about your services, talk about your client results, talk about what's coming up in the future. You have to truly do this. Like it is your full-time job is to promote what you're doing. We get so afraid that people are going to think that we're just being, you know, one of those sales, you know, a sales lady or something. And they're going to think we're trying to take their money. You're not trying to take anyone's money in a bad way. You have an amazing service. And you will charge for that service, but you're truly being authentic and offering a service or a product that can change someone's life. When you're promoting your services, keep that in mind. 
when you are talking about your services, you are speaking to people that really, really need your help. It is a disservice for you to not speak about what you do, the results you get people and what you have coming up. It took me so long to realize that because I was so afraid that people in my community, my neighbor down the street, they would think, oh my God, every time I turn around, She's always talking about her programs. She's always talking about her services. Now, I'm not saying you need to launch your program every month, but you can talk about it. You can talk about what you're doing. You could talk about your client results. You can share their results. You can let people know what's coming up. It is your job to do that. If you don't feel passionate about what you're talking about, change the product because you sell your services. If the passion's not there, people can see that. Like you just looked at me and said, I can see how passionate you are. That's real. That's not fake. That's not me just trying to do something for the sake of doing it. This is the way you should feel about your work. If you don't, don't beat yourself up. Maybe you just need to go in a different direction so you can have that passion. And then lastly, success looks different for everyone. Mm -hmm. All of us. Your friend may have a different definition of success. Your mom may have a different definition of success. What does success look like for you? This industry, there's so many people that are successful and making this much money and having six-figure launches. And if you're not having that yet, or maybe you are, but you're not quite to that next person's level, it's easy to start feeling like you're less than. But remember, this is your race. This is you against you. As long as you're doing better, you're building programs that serve you in your lifestyle, you're helping people, you're being authentic and doing all of those great things, make sure you're truly defining what success is for you and then measuring your, measuring your success off of those metrics, not anyone else's. And so those would be my biggest you know, pieces of advice for someone getting started. Those are phenomenal. And just kind of touching on like talking about your business. There's like a TikTok that's like, you have to talk about your business. People know you have a business and like something along those lines, but it's so true. It's not being salesy. You're just showing what you're up to. And I think it's, I had that same like imposter syndrome in the beginning. I was like, oh, I don't want to sound like too salesy or I don't want people to think this because I had changed careers, whatever it is. But recognizing too, people will want your service if you talk about it. You have to talk about it though for people to know you exist. This. Just like we were talking about the message, getting our message out there. If you don't have your message out there, how do people know it? So mm -hmm. I just I love that too. And success does come in different forms, but recognizing what it means to you. I think that is another phenomenal tip of people understanding what does that look like for you? Because you can't compare yourself to other people. Your journey's different. Your pages are different. Your chapter is different and that's okay. It's where you want to go with that instead of focusing on what everybody else is doing. Because it's going to be a different journey and your experience is going to be different. Even if you're doing the same thing, it could go completely different directions and that's okay. So I just love that you shared all those tips, everything you have shared. I'm curious if there was one thing or maybe a few things that you wish you would have known when you started your business. Yes. So a number one thing, and I think we even started off talking about this, is Instagram right now, obviously social media is a huge way for us to connect with, you know, new customers, new people in the world, TikTok, Instagram, podcasting, emailing, wonderful. But the one thing that I really want for people to know is that followers do not equal revenue. 
Okay. And so keep that in mind because sometimes, again, if you don't have thousands of followers, or maybe you even do have thousands of followers, it doesn't mean that you're going to be making money. And so I've seen people with huge audiences that are barely making enough to pay their bills. And then again, I've seen people with similar audience sizes to mine or even smaller making really great money, feeling comfortable. And again, success looks different for all of us. But for them, they feel like, wow, you know, I'm doing better than I ever have been. I know from my own story, you know, I'm doing better than I've ever done in my career. And again, it's not all about followers. Connect with who you have. Obviously, work on leeching and growing your audience over time. But followers don't equal revenue. So don't get wrapped up in that number. Start small, slowly build up over time, and you're going to get there too. But don't let that discourage you. Well said, you are so spot on because it is true. I know so many people with lots of followers, but that does not equal revenue. So you are spot on on that. So thank you for sharing that. I've been so enjoying this conversation, Ashley, but we're going to jump into the rapid fire questions if you're ready for them. Yes, I am. (laughs) The first question is, who is your hero? Oh, my hero. So my hero would actually be my husband. So um, he's my hero. Honestly, my business wouldn't be here without him. He's the one that inspired me to take that scary leap and become an entrepreneur. I didn't have a clear vision of what that looked like for me. I didn't even know what to do, but without his motivation and support, I would not be here to this day. As my business has continued to grow, he's been there to support me. We have two small children. And let's just say without a supportive husband, I do not think it would be possible to do what I'm doing currently and continue to grow. So he's definitely my hero and a huge inspiration to me as well. He's a go-getter. He has his own career and he's really working on improving himself too. So it's inspiring for me to see that. I love that. I love when there's such a strong support system because that's what helps us grow too. We need that to lean on. (laughs) And what motivates you to work smarter? So what motivates me to work smarter is my children. I don't have infinite amounts of time. You know, I have to really treat this as a job because I have another role, which is being a mother. I can't work 24 seven. I have to have boundaries. I have to make sure that I'm efficient. So my children inspire me to make sure that I'm really being smart about how I use my time. So every day I typically will identify top priorities, one to three things and make sure I get those done because I know that when the clock hits, you know, two, three in the afternoon right now, it's summer here. So, but you know, in the, in the fall too, it'll be about the same time. I have to start winding down because I have to become a mother. So my children really keep me working smart. Oh, well, that's important. And time is very limited and it's being able to have that extra time for them and being present for them as well. Yes. So if you were a superhero, what would be your power or powers? If I was a superhero, what would be my power? Hmm. I'm not exactly sure what I would call this, but it would be mental strength, the ability to push through anything and stay strong and focused and just being able to, you know, when we get under pressure at times, it's easy to want to crumble or break and, you know, everything crash and burn ultimately, but being able to just have this infinite amount of strength to like, nope, 
I got this. I typically try to function like that, but yeah. having a guarantee of that superpower would be awesome. <laughs> it's like, I feel like you pushed through a lot in your life. Yeah, but if I could have the superpower of knowing it's always going to be there and I didn't have to manifest it so much and it was just given to me, I could hit a button. That would be awesome. <laughs> I like that one. I think it's important. You'll get a lot more done too, I'm sure. Not that you don't right, get a lot like done now. If you're a little tired one day and you just can't manifest it, just hit that button and you're good. <laughs> you're like, I'm golden. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so if you were to share a meal with four individuals, living or dead, who would they be? So I would share the meal with my mother. She actually passed away when I was 15 years old and a big part of just why I am the way I am to this day. My grandmother, same, passed away. My grandfather, and I would actually include my husband because he didn't get to meet, um, he met my grandmother, but not my grandfather and mother. So I'd include him because he's super cool and inspiring, but that would be the people I would meet with. Mm, that sounds like a lovely meal and very important too. So if you were to think about everything you've done in your life, what is the most daring thing you've ever done? Start my business when I was pregnant and then um, move my company online, which was ultimately restarting a business with a six month old and a three-year-old. Yeah, that is very daring. <laughs> but it's working out. <laughs> yeah. What is the phone app that you use the most? It would be Instagram. Yeah. It's a good one. It's, it's, I'm on there. I love, I love it. It's my platform of choice. So I'd say Instagram. Yes. And it's a great way to connect to people as right. well. <laughs> um, what is the last book that you've read? So the last book that I read was Everything is Figureoutable. Oh, yeah. I just, I love that one. I actually reread that one. So I just finished that one. I was on vacation not too long ago. So yeah, that was a great book. So actually I recommend that if you're an entrepreneur, that's a really good book to read. Yes. No, I definitely concur. <laughs> um, if you were to have a movie about your life thus far, who would play you? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm not sure on that one. Who would play me? Well, I absolutely love Halle Berry, Beyonce. So I'd probably just pick one of those women because they're total badasses. I'll just take them. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Yeah. They, they are phenomenal. <laughs> they are. They're really amazing women. So I'd just take one of them. Either choice would be great for me. They could play my role. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Can't wait to see the movie. <laughs> yeah. um, what is your favorite family recipe, whether it's a traditional one or you love making it together as a family? Yeah, so I'd say our favorite family recipe would be probably my spaghetti sauce, I will say. Mm. That is kind of like everybody loves it, which with kids and a big family, not everybody loves everything. Actually, that is rare. So I'd say that would be the recipe. <laughs> that's it. That's good. <laughs> One agreement. <laughs> if you had to describe yourself as an animal, personality type, style, what animal would you be? I would say a horse. Nice. Okay. I love horses. They're, they're strong. They're gentle as well, but they're very strong. And so, yes, I'd say a horse. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I could see that. Um, what is your favorite way to spend a day off? Hanging out with my family, my children, my husband, hiking, being outside. I don't like to sit around much. So just being active with them or traveling with them. Those are good ways. <laughs> um, what is something an outsider wouldn't know about your industry? An outsider 
There's a lot to it. And I guess my response to that would be an outsider. Like when I started my online company, I thought it was simply, well, gosh, I'm a great coach. I'm a great personal trainer. I'm just going to show up and, you know, people are going to sign up with me. But there's a lot more to it than that. You can actually be a great coach or a great trainer and still not be able to have a successful business just because there's so much more to building the business. And there's so much more to running a business outside of being a great coach or a great personal trainer, for example. So I think how hard it is to actually build a true company from the ground up, I think an outsider would be really surprised by that, how difficult it can be to do that. It's definitely a journey. Yes. (laughs) Um, And where can people find you, hire you? We'll link everything below, but if you could let us know too. Yeah, so I'm hanging out on Instagram all the time. And I also have my own podcast. Um, My Instagram handle is Ashley underscore Fillmore one. I know you'll link that up for me. So I won't even worry about spelling it out. And then my podcast is Cheers to Your Success. I talk all about being an entrepreneur, motherhood, metabolism, hormones, sustainable fat loss, weight loss, and what it really takes to do that. And we do a deep dive into mindset. And so I share pretty much a little bit of everything there. Um, And then to work with me, it would be through my one-to-one coaching program. Myself and two other assistant coaches are managing that program. And you can always find that on my website and apply. And we would see if you were a great fit. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ashley, for just sharing all your wisdom when it comes to health and wellness and just what you're doing to really help sustain individuals, women in particular, their health and wellness and their weight and feel good from the inside out. And that's what it's about, that mind-body connection. So thank you again, Ashley, for taking the time. I so appreciate it. I know a lot of people have learned a lot from you just today and all the amazing tips that you left us with. Thank you so much for having me on your show. It's been a blast. Absolutely. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment below. What was the biggest takeaway from Ashley? I'm sure she would love to read it and see it. And we'll see you on the next video.